Greetings, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Decision Hour. I'm Adam, and with me, I got John. John, how are you, buddy? I'm doing outstanding here in the old country of Iraq. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original corrupt society. Yeah, right, right. Oh, my God. And I'm itching I'm itching just to stand on this soapbox today. Uh, we're diving into this. We're continuing on with this series called Let's Have a Conversation. And it's, uh, yeah, we're, we're titling this one Goodbye Freedom. And I'm going to let that sink in for a second. Goodbye, freedom. And by the time you guys hear this episode, you know, we, we tend to record these you know, a few weeks in advance and whatnot. But recently, recently what has happened is that our fearless leader, uh, El Jefe, El, the Presidente, uh, has come out and said uh, they're mandating, and he's going to the federal government to say the Department of Labor and all these other places. If you got more than 100 employees, you must be vaccinated to go back to work. It is now he's now saying that you have to be vaccinated to go to work. When we first started this series, we did uh, founding principles, and it's real simple. If you want to know what we mean by the founding principles, just just look at at the Constitution. Look at look at the Bill of Rights because that's basically what we're talking about, and it's your God given rights. By the government coming out and saying that you have to be vaccinated to do X, Y, and Z, they are now taking away your freedom. So I want everybody to just take a moment here and uh, kiss your freedoms goodbye. I'll, I'll wait. John? Well, you know what? I mean, we kind of knew it was coming in a way. We knew that our freedoms were in danger. But it is interesting that after after having gotten up on the podium and, and, and having said that he... The, the, the president, having said that he didn't support a mandate and that he knew that he didn't have the authority to do it. We nevertheless have a situation here where they're using the administrative state. And we talked about the dangers of the administrative state a few weeks ago Yeah, uh, in an episode called the administrative state. Um, and here it is, folks. So for those who don't understand what has happened, let's explain what's going on. There's not going to be a bill that goes through Congress called the mandate the vaccine bill or something. Your representatives are never going to get an opportunity to vote on this issue. This is all happening within the executive branch. The president has said we're going to have a mandate. He's directed the Department of Labor uh, uh, with the OSHA regulations to uh, create a mandate for vaccines in order to uh, for companies to operate. And of course, with draconian fines uh, associated with with noncompliance. So this is the this is your administrative state destroying your freedom. And this is how it happens. So what do we what do we do about it? Besides jumping up and down and being upset about it, uh, you know, gosh, what do you do? Let me, let me, well, 
let me ask you a question. Why hasn't anybody stepped up and filed paperwork for, uh, oh, God, what's the word I'm looking for? They did it to Trump twice. Was something to block the, the well, action? Like you get, get to get him out of office, to get Biden out of office. Uh, they, oh, they, articles of impeachment? Impeachment. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. Uh, uh, and and no, he, I, I don't know. The only thing I can think of is because nobody wants number two or number three to come in and step in for him either. So, yeah. But but you would think that the, okay, we we know it's an executive order, which is basically dictator like. This this particular president yeah. has has filed more executive orders than any other president in the history of the United States. And and mind you, everybody has he he has he has that's a fact and 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 the thing that gets me about this administration is that they they basically brainwashed everybody that believes in hey we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and then they turn around and they do just the opposite this is a classic psyop and we've said that we're still living through that unfortunately but. They went out and said, "We're going to do this. We're not going to do this." They have they have video saying we don't ever need want to mandate it. It's not right. It's it goes against human belief that it, you know our, our God given rights. They said Joe Biden said it goes against our rights uh, for the American people to have. We're not going to mandate this vaccine. This was earlier this year. Now all of a sudden we need to mandate this vaccine. Same thing with Kamala Harris. She has been out. Uh, earlier in the year saying, we don't need to vaccinate this. We will not ever mandate a vaccine because it goes against basically founding principles. This was actually something that actually agreed with both of them when they said this. But I did it with with a, with a, a grain of salt because I knew exactly what was going to happen. They were going to go right back against their word and say, oh, we're going to mandate everything. Yeah. So that brings up an issue I'd like to throw into the mix, Adam. Go. Uh, and I've I've done a couple of videos on on my YouTube channel on this, and it has to do with with the woke left. And uh, as an ideology, it has no tie to the truth. Their sense of morality, whatever that is, uh, has no tie to the truth. And, and so, uh, it, well, it's a it's a it's a Marxist postmodernist. Uh, based ideology. And so I encourage people to read about those two, those two things. But uh, in a nutshell, uh, or at least the thrust of it, of the discussion here is that postmodernism, one of its tenets is that there's an infinite number of uh, equally valid world views. So if I say the sky's blue and you say the sky's purple and somebody else says that the sky is yellow, those are all equally valid, uh, uh, valid. And so the long and short of it is that you get to a, a sense of morality where uh, it is all relative and everybody is, is unto themselves. They're not anchored in any sort of objective truth. So now let's take the philosophy lesson there and, and get back to the issue at hand. Mm -hmm. they're, they're the only thing that the people in power right now are interested in is winning and gaining power. There is no moral objection 
to these people when they are as to the means. So they will do whatever is required to win and to get their policies and their desires uh, into the mix. So let's take as an example, there's, there's two totally, totally opposed philosophical positions right, right now. Uh, the left is completely up in arms about the Texas abortion law, right? And they're saying, my body, my choice, my body, my choice. And at the very same moment in time, they're over here talking about how you have to get a vaccine and the government has to mandate it. So what happens to my body, my choice there? You've got two things that are essentially, that, that are very similar in nature in terms of my body, my choice, right? It's a medical choice for me, and which could be argued. We just could be argued further. I'm oversimplifying it. But the bottom line is, it's my body, my choice with 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 abortion. Why is it not my body, my choice with a vaccine? Um, and so I just want to throw that out there as as that is literally happening at the same time. Could be and, my, it could be my body, my choice, depending on how you identify too. Well, and but philosophically, <laughs> the arguments. You could use the same exact arguments for both right. simultaneously, and yet they're taking opposite positions uh, simultaneously. Simultaneously, right? Yeah. So it, it's, but it's, it, it all comes back to on every issue. Uh, the 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 left is going to do what is expedient, and and when you get and when you call them out for being inconsistent. Like in that case, they'll simply say that you're a racist or that you're a man and have no right to talk about abortion. Right. You know, so something, one of those old chestnuts uh, that they love to throw around. You mentioned something earlier about OSHA. How, how, is, how yeah. are they going to get involved so quickly? with it they're they'll they'll so if you work for a large organization let's say you run a warehouse inside of that warehouse osha regulations govern damn near everything that happens right uh, you know how how much space you've got to have for people to do certain kinds of work how much how high things can be stacked on a shelf uh you know what kind of forklift you've got to have available all the all these sorts of things so uh, the OSHA regulations are a very powerful way to regulate the workplace. And um, so we're putting into that the vaccine mandate in the interest of safety, so they say. Even though I think the evidence for that is pretty lacking. It just blows my mind that they're mandating it, mandating it or attempting to mandate. Well, I guess not attempting. They're going to mandate it. I think but, it but, but surprised I look, I, I look at it from a, you know, this this isn't the first time this has been talked about in history. In 2011, there was an article that came out. I don't have it in front of me, but there was the the headline on it was there will be a mandate uh, a vaccine to control population, and the picture 
on it was with Bill Gates. And this was in 2011. So what, 10, 10 years ago. And it, and it seems that there's a pattern here. As you look at a pattern of things that have happened over the years, that it takes about 10 to 15 years before you actually see certain things that come out. And people tend to forget about, hey, this, this has been talked, this has been going on, this has been a plan for the last 10 years. It takes a while to implement this kind of thing with millions and millions and millions of people on the planet, right? I, I've talked about my distrust and dislike for Mr. Gates uh, right. in, the, uh, in past shows that we've done in this series because you don't, you don't, you don't hear about him because he's got a lot of money here in the United States. You, you right. forget the fact that India was suing him because he gave 75,000 children polio. Hmm. That's something you can find on the internet. Huh. Don't take my I didn't word know for that. So it's it's it's, and then there's just other things that tie into it. So this this vaccine mandate now you're forcing people to do it. My son was forced to do it because of the university that he that he that he goes to. I've talked with attorneys, and and I I will say this: anybody out there right now that's going to law school, this is the type. of of stuff you want to start saying because your class will be the first ones out doing this type of work because it's something new. Not everybody knows about it. The attorneys that are out that have been being that have been lawyers for years, this is all new to them because this is something new. Start studying uh, constitutional law and start studying what uh, you know vaccine ma- mandates and particularly the the virus mandates and stuff. I guarantee you, you'll make a ton of money because there's a lot of people right now that are filing lawsuits. And and I think, you know, we're supposed to be, and I'm going on a tangent, forgive me, but I, that you're, you see a lot of people, we already have trouble with unemployment rate here in the United States. Can you imagine what that's going to be like in another five, six months? If people, if people stand up to this? Yeah, God only knows. Yeah, we've we've already got a trouble got trouble finding labor. We have a labor shortage, despite having high, relatively high unemployment. We got a lot of people on welfare. I guess is, is the right. Well, thing yeah, to say. that's the easy way to control people, right? Hey, I'll give you enough sure. to that you can live, but you're not going to be able to live. But you're going to do what I tell you to. Oh, sure, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I can do that. I'm going to keep a roof over my head at least. Okay, whatever. That's drives me nuts, right? John. It, it, it drives me nuts as well. I'll tell you what, I want to uh, I want to throw something out here. My brother sent me a link to a presentation given by Dr. David Martin called How Did We Get Here? Dr. David Martin, How Did We Get Here? And it was pretty fascinating, but this guy is has apparently been studying uh, the issue of vaccines and diseases and how the insurance companies, life insurance Mm. companies have been driving a lot of medical, uh, a lot of, a lot of medical research, a lot of what happens in the medical field. Uh, it, it, It was, it was pretty, it was pretty fascinating, you know, now it's not, 
it's not a uh, scientific lecture per se. It's, it's just sort of a, it's a presentation of, you know, all these, what this guy has found out over the past 30 years or so as he's been tracking this, but it sounds like a crazy conspiracy theory, but then you realize that this guy's been, he's been doing this and writing about this for some time. And it's just now gotten to a point where a large portion of the population is, is actually starting to, to see that, that this is a problem and that we have a power issue that is masquerading as a health issue in this. Well, that's the easiest way to control people, right? One of them, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's, well, you're right. <laughs> you're, yeah, one you're of right. them. You're one of them, you're right. Yeah. Goodbye freedom. That's what I, I, I came up with this title this week because I think that's what the, this tax mandate, tax mandate, well, this, they'll probably be one of those two, the vaccine mandate um, yeah. is, is taking away your God-given right to make choices for yourself. It's not about, you know, uh, and I think the, uh, the fear was up and said, this isn't about what was, what was it? I know you've seen it on Inst- uh, the social media. It's not yeah. about your freedom or your personal choices. It's about protecting yourself and the people around you. Get the fuck out of here. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Sorry that that'll probably get, we'll fix that and edit, but uh, that I, I, John, that, ah, uh, again, I'm not opposed to people that want to get vaccinated. I'm not opposed to that. That is your God-given right. Yeah. The problem that I have with this is that it's being forced upon people. I want to make that very clear. I don't have a problem with the vaccine and people getting it. I have a problem with it being the way that it's being presented and forced upon people. That's not right. Am I wrong for thinking that? No, you're not. You're not. You're not wrong at all. I mean, uh, that's... I try to, I think I'm pretty liberal in the classic sense uh, and pretty accepting of, uh, of everyone's right to, to do what they think is best for, for themselves to make personal choices. So, you know, I remember, I can't remember where I was living at the time. It was, I was in the Marine Corps. So uh, I was one of just a few places, but the bottom line is there was a, in the state we were living in, there was a mandate to wear a motorcycle helmet on base, but off base, there was not. Mm. And what guys were doing is they would ride their Harleys to work. They'd have a helmet on. And then as soon as they got out of the gate, they'd take their helmet off. And I, we were some, I was having a discussion with somebody about it. And I, you know, I said, you know what, in America, you've got the right to be stupid. I may think that wearing a helmet is, is the right thing to do. And someone else, for whatever reason, decides that they don't want to wear a helmet. They have the right to do that. You know, and they're, they might get killed because of it, but right. they have a right. So, I'm, I mean, I wouldn't even argue with regard to the mandate for the vaccine. I wouldn't even argue the, the whole idea about arguing about people's safety and stuff is to my mind irrelevant it's it has really nothing to do with that it's people have the right to make a decision you know here's the other thing about it though john is that you have people that have medical issues that this that this vaccine will 
and, and regardless, I know somebody's out there. Oh, this has been approved by the FDA. Shut up. I'm not. Stop. You're, you're not going to. I'm telling you, you won't win this argument. Right. There are people out there that have medical conditions where this vaccine will make those conditions much worse and put them in a life life threatening situation. And I've known personally, I know three people that have been linked their deaths have been linked to this vaccine. Now, that's that's a very small number compared to the very large number of people that have gotten the vaccine and, and, and that are fine. I got a lot of family members have gotten it and they're fine. But again, if if wait, you know what? I know I don't know enough about this vaccine so I shouldn't get it because we don't know the side effects. So it may cause a flare up or something. It may cause X, Y, and Z with my medical condition. Nope, doesn't matter. You're going to get it. That That's not right. That's You have no control over your life. Kiss your freedoms goodbye. And well, and another thing that is not being talked about with regard to the, to the vaccine and with regard to COVID is people who have natural immunity. Personally, I had had my wife and I both, Stacy and I both, I got sick with COVID uh, fall of, I don't know, 2020. I guess. Yeah. Fall of 2020, we got sick with COVID. We recovered after about a week or so and everything was fine. And yet both of us, because of our uh, positions where we work, uh, are required to get the vaccine. And I'm like, wait a second, nobody's even talking about natural immunity. You know, can't, can't we at least get a, get a test saying, oh yeah, you're good because you got natural immunity. Right. But now these, fa- but it. there's more people. The the numbers now, John, are, more people are in the hospital with COVID because of the vaccine than people that were in the hospital that didn't have it. Yeah, and I'm not sure how that works, but we just had a worker here got stuck in Doha for uh, had to be quarantined for I think ten days. He was fully vaccinated, came into Doha, did a <coughs> did a uh, a COVID test as a requirement to travel through Doha right. and uh, came up positive, had to quarantine in Doha for 10 days. And it's just, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's yeah, never symptomatic. Didn't, you know, I guess my, hey. my, here's my big question for our listeners out there right now. You know, we're, we've, we're talking about the, the vaccine mandate and what's, what, what's going on with the emperor Biden. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm I'm not even going to apologize that I've called him everything in the book right now um, because I don't care. I don't. So my question to all of you that listen, all three of you that are out there listening right now, <laughs> right now I know there's more of you. Um, how does it feel about your freedoms being taken away from you? What's it like kissing your freedoms goodbye without even having the choice to kiss them goodbye. You just woke up this morning and realized, oh, I don't have that right anymore. Somebody, The government took away that right. And holy cow, God bless our government for watching out for me, even though I, think, I didn't ask. I think a lot of people are thinking that. I think a lot of people think that. I do. I, I think there's probably more people that are pissed off about it that that this is happening. I, oh, I think that's a correct statement. And, yeah, and, and we're just not hearing about it because of the mainstream media and this and that. And and it's like I know I'm beating a dead horse, 
Well, it's not just the mainstream media. No. You've got a lot of individuals who are rather militant and very self-righteous. Puppets. um, About, and it's not just about COVID, it's about a lot of things, but um, I say very militant. I would say mildly militant, Uh, very, very willing to attack somebody for having a contrary opinion. Do you you think those, those militants, as you put it, do you think they're being paid? Most of them, no. I, most most people who are just because I happen to know a few, yeah. Uh, no, they're <laughs> not being paid. It, it's not that they're being paid. It's just that they're they're ignorant and they've bought into the um, the propaganda. Uh, a lot of the young people were were educated. God help you if you went to college because if you didn't have if, if you're if you were not really really well rooted in your values the chances of you uh, becoming a fundamentalist wokester by the time you got out of college, it's pretty high. Um, but no, I don't think people are necessarily being, being paid. I, I think they're, I think they're just for the most part, young and ignorant and uh, don't, don't know what, why they believe what they believe. They've been brought up in a nihilistic society that uh, where they've been taught to believe that uh, in the postmodernist fashion, that everybody's worldview is, equally viable despite the fact that when those things meet the facts of the real world that may not be the case but nevertheless we now live in bizarro world i think uh, i think i'm going to use that as my address from from now on <laughs> one one two three bizarro way that's yeah <laughs> it's it's the way it feels it it, uh, it it does, and it like it's it's how many how many what is I out of two hundred and what twenty five twenty twenty seven nations across the, the world, some hundred and eighty of them had some type of freedom or had freedom like you, you know we're we're slow ours is slowly being taken away. Well, I shouldn't say slowly; it's it's getting at a medium pace at right now being taken away. You look at Australia, Australia, I, I can't, I, I have a hard time. I lost sleep over that. Cause it's like, what happened with Australia? That was, you know, it, I got some people that, that lived in Australia. They're not going back because they don't want to deal with the, with the, with the BS. Uh, yeah. And then there's, then there's obviously there's theories that I have that I won't do right now on, on Australia, but, well, there, you know, there's there's a lot of those theories, call them conspiracy theories or whatever, about you know the globalist elite and everybody being in cahoots to to somehow steal the freedom of the entire world. Well, it's so let's talk a little bit about conspiracy theories because the the left loves to say that anything that uh, that a libertarian or a, a republican or a constitutionalist says is some sort of conspiracy theory. Um, you know, how, how do you make people buy into conspiracy theories? Well, you do things like mandate vaccines. That's how, that's that's how you feed these things. You do things like not not uh, like sh- shouting down and uh, censoring any conversation about the potential of, of election fraud. That's how this stuff gets fueled. I I, 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 I agree with you to, to a large 
point of that. I, I look, you say conspiracy theory, my mind immediately goes to Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Almost, almost a decade ago, right? And, and yeah. how he kind of fell off his rocker and he was this big conspiracy guy, like, oh, there's this place in Alaska where the military can control the weather and, and people are doing this, that, and the other thing. And, 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 you know, there's all these underground tunnels for this, that, and the other, which, and the majority of it has been proven. The problem, yeah. the problem with, with conspiracy theories, theories themselves, is people think they're too far fetched and that it would never happen. When in yeah. fact, and, and a lot of this is stuff, I'll tell you, the best place to hide a conspiracy theory or sure. a theory is, is, in the, is in the movies or, or in, and I've said this before, or in mainstream media. The best way to hide something is right out in the open. You would never yeah. guess it because we're just common folk doing sure. our own business, right? And, and you wouldn't see like, hey, that there, like, they've been, t- like, I'll give you an example. My house down in, in Arizona, when I had it, my uh, two houses over, there was, uh, that was a drop house for a large, one of the cartels, and they were they were bringing people in. And I was like, they always got big family. That's all I thought. Big family. Right. Every, every couple of weeks, it'd be a, you know, a, a large party, or, or it seemed like a party. Until it got raided and they brought out 27 illegal immigrants that were being trafficked. And that was a house, two, three, it was right across the street, kidney quarter from me. It was like the third house over. And it had been going on for over a year. And I'm just like, holy shit, that's right in our neighborhood. And it was right out in front of us, right? I use that as an example because there's stuff like that that happens to us. Americans, every single, and not just America. This happens worldwide. Let, let me let me be frank. This happens worldwide. If you think that this stuff happens just here in the United States, you're you're ignorant for thinking that. There are so many things that go on yeah. right out in front of us. It's almost like it's almost like they're flaunting it right out in front of us, and and we're we're just so immune. Like John. John, John's crazy. John, that's he's John's always talking about shit he saw in the movies or whatever. That that would that would never happen. Our government right. would never do that. Ten years later, that shit's happening. Yeah, and the government did do that. Yeah. That yeah. You know. <laughs> well, so now you asked, what can we do about it? Earlier. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what can we do? Like, I feel like this is, I said, again, goodbye freedom. How do we say, let me ask you, how do we say, what can we do to save our freedoms? So a guy uh, named Philip Hamburger from Columbia University Law School, I saw a lecture by him, or maybe it was an interview or a podcast or something by him. He had some great insight but the bottom line his best solution was and, and i think we might have talked about this with the administrative state uh when we did that that episode but it was careful and uh thoughtful litigation that you, you just you know attack the administrative state which is where a lot of this power grab is going to happen and has happened over the years and it's where it's where the a vaccine mandate power grab 
is is happening through by means of the administrative state. So his answer, of course, he's a lawyer. And I guess when you're a hammer, everything looks like a nail. But uh, I, I thought it was a, a good piece of it is, you know, careful, targeted, thoughtful litigation. Uh, and, you know, I think this is probably going to be one of those battles. I, I think there's enough people fired up about it. There's enough money at stake here for companies um, that, you know, there's going to be plenty of folks willing to put some money behind some litigation on this particular issue. Now it's only one issue. Nevertheless, uh, I think people are going to fight back legally. I don't see how this is going to stand. You know, how long was it before the individual mandate got taken out of Obamacare? I don't know. Of course, that wasn't an administrative state thing, but it was it, it was litigation right. that helped make that uh, happen. Of course, we're still re- stuck with the rest of that train wreck of a of a law, but. But that's one one solution. The other one is the old, you know, the old solution that we've been talking about for a long time. Understand why you believe what you believe and have a conversation. That means writing your congressmen and senators and letting them know what you think, having conversations with your neighbors, all that sort of stuff. Okay, so let me let me that's and I I appreciate all of those things that you just said. Is it too late? And let me let me add on to that. What I mean by that, John, is this this vaccine mandate. If if we were to write a letter to our senator right now and our legislative people right now, it it's going to take it, it could take months. It, honestly, it probably is going to take a few years before they can come in and actually do something about it. And by then, with this executive order all of these people have gotten a vaccine that they normally probably normally wouldn't have gotten and let's say that a hundred percent of the people that get it live through it and, and I'm not trying to be a, a, a downer here or anything like that but let's be honest that something always happens with somebody sure it, what do you say to that to those people then that are that are no longer. What do you say to those family members? Like, hey, so talking about when somebody gets yeah gets like, injured, like gets injured or gets hurt or 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 gets sick and, and dies from this vaccine. That and and I'm I'm probably maybe I'm being a little extreme here, but but what what do you say to those people that say, hey, listen, they didn't they didn't want this mandate or they didn't want to get the 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 vaccine. They were forced to do it so they could keep their house and pay their mortgage so they could get their kid through school. And then you turn around and you do this as something that was against their moral beliefs. So you're forcing something on somebody against their own free will. I'd encourage people to lawyer up. I mean, I'm not kidding. No, no, I that's a I was I was really kind of hoping that's the route you were going to take. Yeah, I mean, lawyer up now if you don't want to get the if if you think the vac- vaccine is not right for you and you don't want and you really don't want to get it, lawyer up. And and then, you know, afterwards, uh, you know, God forbid something happens to you or one of your family members based off the vaccine, lawyer up. I mean, that's, that's all I can, that, that's and, the and best. 
No, you're right. And and really, I'll add to that as the attorneys that I've talked to on on that we have here um, on our team, they, they've all said this is stuff that there, there's going to be a fight. This is going to be a very, very large, large fight. And right. it's going to take some time. Companies can fire you and if you don't get this vaccination. Yeah. And they have a right to fire you because they're changing the rules on it and, and, and whatnot, because that's, you know, uh, I, I believe all states are, are right to work states now. So they can, a company can fire you and, and not tell you why they're firing you. That's right. what they, well, that's what I mean by a right to work state. Yeah. So they can fire you, not tell you why they're firing you. You can turn around and sue them, but they're going to use the, well, we, you know, we just cut back or we did this or we did that or whatnot, but it's, it's happening everywhere. John, you've mentioned it. It's happening with with all the government agencies. The DOD contract contractors are, are getting forced to do it. Uh, oh, yeah. The contractors uh, were forced to do it a while back, actually. You know, um, uh, the uh, healthcare fields are doing it. You know, getting forced to do it. A lot of public schools, post secondary education, universities, and colleges are are doing it. Uh, some, not all of them, but, but, but I would say the vast majority of them are, and it's, it's, let me play devil's advocate for just for a second. So I cause I'm thinking about this. Are we, and I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Are we, are we just too, are we just scared to do it? And maybe it's our, everything's going to be fine that we're moving forward. Are we just scared to do it? Um, that's a good question. And I think the jury's out on that. You, you know, when we say we, we, the people, you know, what do we really mean by that? Because of course there's a portion of the, uh, administ- I mean, I'm sorry, the, a portion of the population that's totally on board. They're like, love communism. You know, I'm a full, full blown Marxist down with America. Um, there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of people that are on the opposite end of the spectrum. There's a lot of people in the middle. So, you know, what do we really mean? Uh, I, I'm not sure. Uh, 20% of the population is about all you need to create a, a revolution. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, that we, we did that during the American revolution. There was really never more than about 20% of the population that was really ideologically behind the whole thing. We've titled this one, Goodbye to Freedom. And, and as we start wrapping this up here, I, I got another question. You know, we've also said in the past, you know, we're on the verge of another civil war. Hmm. Is that what it's going to take for us to get our freedoms back? I certainly hope not. No, of course um, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I sure hope to hell not either. I think there's I, I think we're a long way from that. And, and I, <laughs> what do you mean by long way? Well, two years ago, I would have given you a completely different answer than I would give you right now because things are moving a lot fast, faster on the government takeover uh, side than I would have thought. But, uh, you know, something we haven't mentioned, I, I don't think we've talked a whole lot about it um, tonight is we've got a lot of states that are fighting back. We've got a lot of states that have put 
uh, legislation into place, not allowing some of these mandates to go into effect. We had a, uh, I forgot the name of the county, but we had a county in uh, upstate New York declare itself to be a constitutional uh, sanctuary. <laughs> Basically saying that if anything violates the U.S. Constitution, the basic U.S. Constitution, it's not going, we're not going to comply here in whatever county it was up in up in upstate. So there's a lot of people fighting back. And, and so I guess what I'm saying is, you know, is there a civil war? Well, it's not going to be north, south, east or west, because that, that's just not the way things are stacking up. They're stacking up completely differently. It's, it's not geographical anymore. Well, it kind of is, you know, population centers tend to be more uh, friendly toward the Marxist, um, you know, fundamentalist woke ideology um, than, you know, further out in the country or out even in the burbs where you've got people who, you know, didn't go to Yale and Georgetown and uh, actually have to work for a living. Uh, and basically they're what I call normal Americans. They're, they're people that just, you know, they just grew up in middle America. They're, they're not wokesters right. necessarily. So, I mean, I know that all that sounds kind of funny, but it, it, there's a lot of truth behind that. No, you, you're absolutely right. I was just going to add that it's fortunate that this show is not sponsored by Yale or Georgetown. <laughs> so, well, but the, <laughs> to, to get back to answer your question is, is it going to take a civil war? No, it's not going to take a civil war. You know, are we heading down the road to a civil war? Yeah, you know. I, you said it, though. It, I, you, the question, and I think you just answered the question right there, is is it going to take a civil war? No. What it's going to take to get our freedoms back is for us to get involved at our local levels and do exactly what this county did in upstate New York and do stuff just like that. And John's right, folks. There's a lot of people that are fighting back right now. You're not going to see it much at all, if at all, Unless you're in those areas, because the mainstream media is certainly not going to cover it because it's not negative. For us, it's it's more of a positive thing. I've said it before. The media focuses too far on the far left, and they focus too much on the far right. They don't worry about the mixing pot of the uh, the real people, the backbone of this country that is right here in the middle of right. uh, of those things. Um I said at the beginning, goodbye to freedom. It doesn't have to be that way, folks. And I think John and I talked about that in this episode here, particularly with John's answer uh, here, his most recent answer. Get involved with your community. Get involved locally and then get it at the state level and, and, and just grow it, grow it from there. It's going to take – you got you to be, be willing to get involved. Otherwise – we could say goodbye to our freedoms and, and, and let's hope that that's, that's not the case. Um, John parting words. I would just really just echo what you said, encourage people to get involved, particularly at the local level and do what you can yeah. at the federal level, you know, call write your senators and congressmen and, and let them know what you think. And then of course, as always, you know, understand why you believe what you believe and then take action in the world, have conversations. One of the things that we do here at the Decision Hour is we support our community heroes and we support 
uh, community heroes uh, that own businesses and, and veteran-owned businesses. And uh, John, why don't you go ahead with uh, your veteran-owned business? Semper Savages, veteran-owned and family-operated. We are making the finest marinades and dressings on the planet. It's homemade marinade and dressing, homemade flavor, actually. It's homemade flavor in a bottle, and you are going to love it. Get you some. Love it. Absolutely love it. And he's, he's underselling it, folks. It, it is the best marinade and salad dressing on the planet. Uh, good stuff. That's what we use here at this house. Uh, absolutely love it. I uh, also want to talk to you about HMG Beverage. If you're a coffee drinker or a spirit drinker and you like, uh, right now we got a gin and our bourbons are ready, um, go to hmgbeverage.com and become a monthly subscriber of our coffee. We got about five blends out right now. We're working on two two more, We're doing some uh, research and development on um Maybe coming out with a bourbon blend uh, here at the beginning of the year, perhaps, maybe. Uh, so go to hmgbeverage.com, check that out. And, of course, shout out to our home network, a, uh, Heroes Media Group. Go over, check out all the other good shows. Uh, if you are looking to become part of the HMG family, simply go to www.heroesmediagroup.com. For John, I'm Adam. Till next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour. <laughs>